Welcome to Run 12-1 Podcast. I'm your host, Pastor Justin Gowen. Well, good morning. This is uh, Pastor Justin Goins with Run 12-1 Podcast, and um, we're going to take a look at the next section in the book of Acts, Acts chapter number 3, verses 11 through the end of the chapter. And I have entitled this, what, what is the response or what should the response of Christians be when the community has just experienced God's hand move, whether it be um, salvation, whether it be a miracle, whether it be what, whatever the situation is? What should the response to the Christian be when the community watches God's hand at moves or experiences God's hands at move or God's hand in motion? And then the community starts to do two things. They start to praise the ones that are the, doing the work of God and or they're standing around amazed. What should, what should be our response? What should be the Christian's response? Well, that's what... In essence, that's what we see here in chapter number three, verses 11 through 26. Now, I'm not saying that that is, that's it. I'm not saying that that's the only thing that's inside this section, but um, there is a response and the response happens immediately. And there's some other things that take place within this context. Um, There is uh, a call to repentance in verse 19. Then there is correction that happens after a call to repentance. If you read verse 20 through 26, Peter is the one speaking here. We know this because of verse 12. It tells us who's doing the speaking. And when Peter saw it, he answered unto the people. And he goes on and gives the rest of what we read in verses 13 through 26. And so Peter is drawing their attention to repentance and also correcting them, saying, hey, this is what happened. I mean, y- y'all, are, y'all are wrong. God, God has foretold this to your forefathers, to the prophets. From Samuel up till now, you're living in in this day and age, in verse 24, yea, and all the prophets from Samuel and those that follow after, as many as spoken, have likewise foretold of these days, the current days that we have just experienced with Jesus here, Jesus' life, death, and resurrection, and and now what we're experiencing was foretold. But y'all, 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 y'all missed it. Y'all crucified him. You guys are wrong. So he is publicly calling them to repentance, and he's also publicly correcting them. So there is a time for those things. But really in the first, I want to say, five verses of this, from 11 to verse 19, or whatever the case may be, eight, nine verses, we see two major things. So let let me bring your attention to where I find what I just mentioned. Let's read verse 11 and 12 together of Acts chapter 3. And it says, And as a layman which was healed, held, uh, which was healed, so the guy that we just looked at uh, last episode, last episode, who was on the gates, beautiful, and Peter says, I don't, you know, silver and gold have I none, but as I give unto you uh, in the name of Jesus Christ, stand and take up, you know, stand and walk. So this man had been lame since birth, 40 plus years. We know that. Uh, in chapter 4, verse 22 of this chapter, we know how old he is at bare minimal. He's 40. So 40 years of being lame and at the gate beautiful for majority of that time, every day. God, through Peter and John, healed this man. He stands up leaping in verse 8, going around, and everybody is like, what in the world just happened? We pick up verse 11. It says, and he, and, and, and as a lame man, which we just talked about, verses 1 through 10, which was healed, held Peter and John, and the people ran together unto them in the porch that is called Solomon's, greatly wondering. And when Peter saw it, 
He answered unto the people, Ye men of Israel, why marvel you at this? Or why look ye so earnestly on us as though by our own power or holiness we have made this man to walk? And so there, there's my point. What should be our response? Or let me say it this way. When the community has just experienced God's miracle or God's hand at work, and they begin to praise the ones that God used and or stand around in amazement, so praising the people, giving wrong praise, meaning praising the people that that God used to do the miracle, such as Peter and John in this instance, and or um, they begin to stand around and marvel. What should be the Christian's response? And we see this in verse 12. Look at what Peter says. And ye men of Israel, why marvel ye at this? So there's that. Standing around in amazement, like, wow, what in the world? And they're kind of like scratching their heads, dumbfounded, like awestruck or starstruck, if you may. Kind of with mouth wide open and just standing around. Like, what? And then the second one, or why look ye so earnestly on us as though by our own power or our own holiness, we have made this man whole. So looking at them to think, wait a second here, let's start worshiping and praising these guys. They're the ones I just healed them. So there, there it is. There's the two points. When a community just experiences God's hand at move or God's hand at work or God's miracle, and they begin to first maybe stand around in amazement, like what in the world? And or they also start praising the people that God used. What should be the Christian's response? Especially, hear me, especially those involved, such as like the Peter and John in this instance. So the people that God used, what should be their response? Well, let's see. Verse 13, it says, The God of Abraham and of Isaac and of Jacob, the God of our fathers, has glorified his son Jesus, whom ye delivered up and denied him in the presence of Pilate when he was determined to let him go. But you denied the Holy One and the just and desired a murderer to be granted unto you and killed a prince of life whom God hath raised from the dead. Wherefore, we are witnesses. And verse 16, it says, in his name, through in his name, meaning Christ, the one he just got done talking about, through faith in his name, hath made this man strong, whom ye see and know. Yea, the faith which is by him hath given him the perfect soundness in the presence of, of you all. So verse 16 is the, is the ultimate response. What is it? What well, we just read, verse 13 through 16, but really honing in on verse 16, verse 13, 14 to 15, is explaining Jesus. He's explaining, hey, I want to remind you, everybody's standing around in marvel at the, what just happened, and everybody's standing around trying to praise us. Remember what just happened about 40 plus days ago with Jesus, maybe even, you know, uh, two months ago, maybe maximum three months ago with this man, Jesus, whom you saw doing the same things, but then you crucified him being the son of God. Remember him, this lame man received his healing because he received Jesus by faith. That's what verse 16 is in his name, in his name, Jesus's name, through faith in his name, hath made this man strong. So the first response in anything in life, but especially when we experience, when a community is standing around and just experiencing something, our first response as a Christian should be that of giving all glory to Christ, pointing to Jesus and not just saying, well, praise Jesus, but saying, no, giving in the gospel, saying, hey, the, Jesus Christ, the, the one who lived, the one that 
sacrifice that that gave his life for your sins and God raised up from the dead. He's the one who's doing this, not us. He's the one. In fact, this miracle that you just experienced and in context here, the healing of this man, but in context with whatever situation a community may find themselves in that they just experienced God, we point it back and saying, no, 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 no. This situation, these people, it's because of faith in, in the only one true king, the only one true Jesus Christ. And then he goes on in verse 17, and now, brethren, I want that through ignorance she did it, as though did also your rulers. But those things which God before has showed by the mouth of all the prophets that God should suffer, he has so fulfilled. God is faithful to his prophecies, is what he just said. Then in verse 19, he says, repent, ye therefore, and be converted, that your sins may be blotted out, when the times of refreshing shall come from the presence of the Lord. The second thing we do, the same people that are standing around marveling, the same people that are giving out wrong praise due to the giving praise to the workers instead of giving the praise to the worker itself, Jesus Christ, the first response is the gospel. The first response is giving glory due to whom the glory is truly. Nobody saves anybody. Nobody heals anybody other than Jesus Christ. And that must be made known immediately. Whoa, wait a second here. Don't praise us. Give the praise and glory to Jesus because he's the one that did it. But then second, we call them to repentance. Now, this is something that may be difficult for some people because they see this as drawing a, a wedge between the community, drawing or you're judging the community and or you are, you're being rude or there's a time and a place to call people to repentance. Well, you're right. A time and a place most definitely to call somebody to repentance or a crowd to repentance is in situations like we've been looking at today. When the, right after a healing, right after a miracle, right after a move of God and the community is kind of dumbfounded, don't know what to say, don't know what to do, or they're giving wrong praise and glory to the wrong people, there is definitely a time in that moment in time that a call to repentance must be had. And listen to what he says, repent ye therefore and be converted that your sins be blotted out. Notice what he didn't, did not leave out. He did not leave out sin. You cannot call somebody to repentance, meaning crowd or community. You need to repent of your sins. You cannot live out, leave out sin. It's not a bad thing. I believe that there is an attitude or a way to convey it with your heart through your mouth. I mean, there is a nasty way to say it for sure. It should be done with love and tenderness, but you cannot leave out sin. You ought not to leave out sin because then what are they repenting of? What are they repenting from? They're, they're ignorant, meaning they're, they're lacking knowledge. They, they don't even probably even know what the word repent means. They've always heard repent probably in a nasty terminology. Repent simply means to, to, to turn away from, turn away from your life, turn away from your sin. Number one, the sin of giving us the praise, giving us the glory, and turn to the one who, who gives all the glory or, or who should get all the glory and receive him by faith. And so, in essence, the, the ultimate response of a Christian to when a community or a person hears or sees God move, a miracle, if you may, or a hand of God, in a given situation or a family experiences a healing of a loved one or a friend or 
God walks somebody through a difficult time or just like my community recently going through the eye of the storm of Idalia, the hurricane here in Keaton Beach in Perry, Florida. Um, last week, the community gets to see God move. What, what should be our response? Our response should be giving all glory to Christ, preaching the gospel, and calling people to repentance, to place their faith in Jesus Christ. That is how we properly respond. Let me ask you, is that what you have done? Is that what you are doing? My hope is that this will be what you will do from here on out when a community or a person in your life is kind of dumbfounded in a situation or is giving praise to maybe you. Maybe God used you in their life and they're trying to praise you for it. That's, hopefully, you know, you, you nor I are worthy of any praise and that we don't do any of the healing. We don't do any of the saving. We're just a piece of conduit, if you may, heaven's conduit that God uses to do his work through and that we love them enough to point them to Christ, call them to repentance and call them to place their faith in Jesus Christ. That is our response. Hopefully this has edified you. God bless. This is Pastor Justin Goins with Run 12-1 Podcast. Thanks for taking the time to listen to Run 12-1 Podcast. Run your marathon race that God has placed you in. God bless. Mm-hmm.